You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Cepeda here with my colleague, Katie Breedeman. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Phil. We hope your Tuesday is off to a great start. Uh, the Voice of Charity airs Tuesday mornings right here on WNDZ, 750 AM in Chicago, and on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. Before we start the show today, it's very important for us to um, to recognize uh, the passing of the Most Reverend uh, Kevin Birmingham, an auxiliary bishop with the Archdiocese of Chicago. Passed away on his sleep over the weekend on, on Sunday night. Obviously, this news is never easy to take. Um, so sudden, our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers um, uh, are all with, uh, with his family, with his, with his friends, with his congregation, um, and all of us within the Archdiocese of Chicago who mourn him. So let's take a moment um, in your day to think about um, uh, about uh, Reverend Kevin, and we'll keep him in our thoughts and prayers for the time to come. Uh, we do have an important show today, uh, and an important topic. October is is uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and that provides us a great opportunity to talk all about Catholic Charities Family Violence Programs and the ways that we're helping women and children recover and start over. Uh, towards safer and happier lives. It's such an important topic, Phil. In particular, we're so fortunate to have today with us two Catholic Charities leaders who are going to give us an update on Catholic Charities House of Good Shepherd. Uh, it's a domestic violence transitional housing residence in Cook County. Here to discuss the House of Good Shepherd and Domestic Violence Awareness Month are Deborah Hammond, Program Director for Catholic Charities Family Violence Services, and Lizette Olvera, who is the Site Director for the House of Good Shepherd. Welcome, Deborah. Deborah and Lizette. Hey, good morning. Good morning. We're so good happy morning. to good. We're so happy to have you with us uh, on this this morning, uh, Deborah. Let's start with you and help us kind of uh, set the stage for the conversation we're going to be having today. You know, let's talk about the prevalence of of family violence in Illinois and any statistics to help frame up this topic for our listeners. Sure. Thank you so much for having us of this morning. Domestic violence is a widespread. In the U.S., one in four women and one in nine men have experienced some forms of physical violence, sexual violence, or stalking by an intimate partner. Domestic violence can also be referred to as intimate partner violence. Uh, 
I do believe in Oklahoma that they may have the highest number of domestic violence cases. But in Illinois, about 41% of women and nearly 26% of men say they have been victims of domestic violence. In 2020, nearly 30,000 people called the Illinois Domestic Violence Hotline. That's a 16% increase from the previous years. Those numbers are just staggering to me, and I'm sure to our listeners. A- absolutely. That, that, that's completely staggering. You think about that, um, and, and no matter if it's, a, it's, it's a single call or it's 30,000 calls, every, every instance of this um, is, is vitally important uh, to, 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 for those folks to seek assistance. Absolutely. And, you know, Lizette, we're, we're wondering if you could tell us a little bit about the, the wonderful history of the House of Good Shepherd. When did it first open, um, and when did it become part of Catholic Charities to assist women who are, uh, you know, escaping domestic violence? Good morning again, and thanks for having me today. Um, So the legacy of the Sisters of the Good Shepherd dates back 160 years ago in Chicago. However, the domestic violence program um, opened in 1980s as one of the first um, programs in Chicago. Um, It became part of Catholic Charities in 2015. um, And, you know, currently we have 11 adults, um, House of the Good Shepherd, 26 children, and we have two more families who we're going to welcome into our house this week, and this will bring us to a total of 13 adults and 31 children. It's such a beautiful, peaceful place where women can recover and start over, and and that the children's lives can continue uninterrupted with school and play and peace around them. Right, Phil? Quite quite remarkable. What's, What's the typical length of stay? Lizette, for for folks that are coming by? Okay, the program is designed to last between nine and 12 months. However, we always um, take a holistic approach in serving the needs of every family. Every family comes with different needs. Um, so it, however, you know, however long it takes for them to get to a place of self-sufficiency, we want to make sure that House of the Good Shepherd if this is the first time they have left the relationship, that is, this will be the last time they end up in an interim housing program. Um, so we want to really make sure that we set them up for success. Um, but typically they stay here, I will say 12 months um, is the average length of stay. Understood. And, and thanks for that, that clarification, because you do, you know, often often see folks r- returning. Um, so that's, that's an important note. Um, Lizette, the House of Good Shepherd is part of the Madonna House campus. What other buildings are on that campus or what other services are happening and playing out there? Okay, so we have three different buildings in this campus. One is where um, the main one where the women and the children reside. We have a child care center um, here um, that provides services uh, to the women and children residing with us. And um, it's the Ellen Mulaney um, Education Center. And then we have the Madonna House building, um, which, you know, it will um, can house up to 14 more families. Um, so we have um, a variety of services here on campus. Uh, we have an education center where the women um, go and do financial literacy. We have a computer lab, we have a library, we have an art room. Um, and there's many uh, areas where the kids can enjoy just being kids, feeling uh, feeling safe. So, I, and I'm I'm so fond of this program and the work that you do there. It's it, it's trans it's it, it's 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 so profound. 
you know, I, I, let's talk a little bit more about those programs that are playing out with, with on the campus. The, the child care programs, I, I understand there, there's a, a children's en, enrichment program. Talk to us a little bit more about those programs. The children's enrichment program. So um, House of the Good Shepherd focuses on breaking the cycle of violence. So what that means is that we want to make sure that when the children left here uh, or when they leave here, um, they don't repeat the cycle, right? So the mom and the family already went through the situation. We want to make sure that they get the social emotional components that they need, um, you know, to be able to succeed. So we have a drama club when where the kids can express themselves. They could just be who they are. They could feel safe. Um, we have a child friend. So a child friend is an opportunity for the kids. Um, volunteers come on Monday and Wednesdays. They play with the kids. They just offer that um, adult safe relationship that sometimes the kids are not used to having. Um, we also have a teenage program. So um, the teenagers enjoy um, a night and where they can just come do homework, have a mentor. They get um, they get an opportunity to have dinner with their friends. Um, we have family outings that take place every month. Uh, the most recent one was uh, all of our families enjoy a Saturday out at Santa's Village. They had a blast. Everybody was so happy about that. And we're looking forward to uh, a pumpkin patch for the month of October. Um, so again, it's just that um, providing the children with a safe, uh, safe place where they could be children, where they could begin to experience those healthy relationship with adults and with other people. Because let's, you know, let's not forget that sometimes these kids have been living in fear and chaos, not, not to know what to expect. So we also try to create a routine, um, letting the kids know what to expect. Okay, so this is, today is Monday. After you come back from school, you will go to home or help. You will go back home. You will have dinner from 5 to 6.30, and then you will come down to an activity. And then you go home and you, you know, you get ready for for that for the next day. So we try to create that routine as much as possible um, five days a week. Again, with the opportunities on the weekend to have that family outing to strengthen that bonding and that relationship. And Lizette, it, 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 thank you for, for sharing that in that beautiful detail. And I un also understand we were sharing some pictures during the sh uh, during your, your commentary there. There's also a chapel uh, right there on the campus too. Can you talk a little bit about that? So the chapel, I call it the jewel of this program. It's, it's such a um, it's such a wonderful place. It's some um, it's a place where women of all faiths, of all um, you know, interconnections, um, come and then just enjoy um, that quiet, peaceful space. We do have mass every Friday at noon. Everybody's invited, um, and this 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 has been an opportunity for people to reconnect with their spirituality and to begin to find peace somehow, right? Um, we we are happy to know that, um, you know, for those residents who are Catholic, this is an opportunity for them where a lot of times they were not able to practice their faith to come here and being able to know that they can go into the chapel and the Blessed Sacrament is there and they could just pray. I'm actually happy to share that um, we have um, two families who, you know, since coming here, are going to baptize their children. One is taking place on October 15, and the other one is, you know, further along October. But it really is a great opportunity 
um, to reconnect and for um, others who are of other um, faiths, you know, just to have that spiritual connection. You mentioned to me too, Lizette, that uh, you have mass every Friday at noon, correct? Yes. So that's wonderful that this beautiful chapel is being utilized uh, and, of course, uh, uh, administering to those who are Catholic, but then welcoming people of all faiths um, into uh, the faith side of healing, right, the, the, the faith component of healing. That's really beautiful. Could you also just talk a little bit? We want to get, talk about Domestic Violence Awareness Month and, and a, the, a very important fundraiser you have coming up on November 5th. But, uh, but before we bro- go to break, could you talk a little bit about um, the aftercare program that, that you offer at the House of Good Shepherds so that when women are confident enough to be self-sufficient and and move off to their own apartment, you want to make sure that they know that they're always welcome back, right? What are the opportunities to stay connected to the House of Good Shepherd and Catholic Charities? Our aftercare program is um, an opportunity, as you say, to keep connected to House of the Good Shepherd, but also to a community, a larger community that understands. So what I mean by that is we meet every Every month, we have a support group. We bring educational opportunities for uh, the women and children. So we currently have 50 families registered. The number grows every year. Um, So every month, we bring them in. We have an educational topic, um, and we offer extra resources. So sometimes, you know, um, case management, they might need um, they might need uh, help with resumes because they're changing jobs. They might need help with um, with other things that they wouldn't feel as safe going to another, um, you know, to another organization. So they know, they call it, it's always coming back home. Um, so, you know, just really quickly, recently we had a, a mom who participates in the aftercare program who lost um, her father and she was having a really hard time, you know, grieving and coping with that. So she used the opportunity of coming to the aftercare program uh, to share with the group, to feel um, that she had a group of women who will understand what she was talking about. So there's um, that opportunity. We also offer, um, you know, tangible um, items for them. So every time they come, they have access to our food room, our clothing room, and then the kids have an activity as well. Every time they come, we offer, you know, school supplies when they go back to school. Um, but it's more of like seeing that community and seeing that happiness when they are able to reconnect to reconnect when um during the covid pandemic we had months and months when we couldn't meet in person but it was beautiful to see when we finally were able to bring them in and you know just seeing the children and even the women like oh how are you wanting to you know just hug each other and you know um, but also we were reminding them okay like you know we're we're, we're still keeping our spaces you know right. but it was it was really nice, and it's really nice to see that they are really um, a family, a big family. Lizette, it, that's that's beautiful, and we we really appreciate how the the, the program treats the whole human spirit and and the family together, and that's exemplary in, in, in the work that you're doing there. We're going to throw it to break right now. Deborah, we haven't forgotten about you. There's a lot more to talk about here, as it relates to Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Uh, you're listening to the Voice of Charity, uh, and we'll be right back after these messages.
At Catholic Charities, we want to remind you that we are here. For anyone who is a victim of domestic violence or anyone who has a concern about someone they think may be a victim, domestic violence affects millions of people each year, both women and men, of every race, religion, culture, and economic status. It includes physical, psychological, and emotional abuse, inflicted in both subtle and overt ways. The impact on children can be devastating. If you or someone you know are victims of domestic violence and you are looking for a place for healing and recovery, call us at 773-935-3434 in Cook County and 224-430-4977 in Lake County. A safer, happier tomorrow can begin today. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continuing to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day, knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedemann here with my colleague Phil Zapeda, and it's our great pleasure today to be talking about Domestic Violence Awareness Month and all of the ways that Catholic Charities are assisting women and children who are facing that tragedy. Um, with us today are Deborah Hammond, who's the Program Director for Catholic Charities Family Violence Services, as well as Lizette Olvera, who is the Site Director for the House of Good Shepherd, which is Catholic Charities' transitional housing residence in Cook County. Um, and Deborah, before the break, we were talking about all the wonderful ways that the House of Good Shepherd assists women for up to 12 months, and then, you know, for years after that, through our, that wonderful aftercare program. But, you know, at the heart of it, we, we need to create greater awareness because of those statistics that you mentioned at the top of the show. You know, with, with October being uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, there is a special rally being held this Saturday, October the 7th. So can you please tell us about that rally? Oh, absolutely. And that's a great point, Katie, about raising awareness for everybody. So during the month of October, Catholic Charity is having our annual prayer walk and rally. And the goal of the, the walk and rally is to raise awareness and show support for survivors. 
We are gathering with clergy, community members from different faiths and denominations to take a stand against domestic violence. Catholic Charities is sponsoring this event with St. Catherine Drexel Paris and the Archdiocese Domestic Violence Outreach Committee. We'll have speakers, resource tables, and prayer warriors at the rally. At the end of the event, we walked seven blocks to highlight the fact that on average, it takes survivors approximately seven times before they leave an abusive situation. The event is happening on October 7th, starts at 9 a.m. on 91st in Stony Island, and everybody is welcome to join us there. And anyone who is interested in learning more about this domestic violence rally this Saturday, October the 7th, uh, the phone number here on this flyer, we also had it on, on our live stream of photos, uh, but Deborah's phone number here is 312-948-6529. Again, 312-948-6529 uh, to learn more about Catholic Charities' participation. And we hope, every, hope you have great weather, Deborah, and that many people come yes. out to raise that awareness in our state. So, Deborah, you know, it, we're pausing in October for this Domestic Violence Awareness Month. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's obvious to everyone this is a year-round problem. It's, it's, it's an issue that every second of every day uh, w uh, women and, and men face. Talk to us about the, <clears throat> the other ways outside of just October that you're continually raising awareness of this serious issue, uh, whether it's in October or in May or in January. Absolutely. Um, Catholic Charity is an agency for domestic violence. We are very community driven. We partner with grassroots communities, um, hospitals, clinics, and other domestic violence agencies to provide support and services for domestic violence um, survivors throughout Cook and Lake County. We mainly focus on Cook and Lake County, but um, we provide services if somebody calls our, our intake number. Our intake number again is 312-655-7106. With those services, a caller can contact us, ask and let us know that they are having um, difficulty in an abusive situation and they reach out for help. So we provide safety planning for each of the callers we will also screen and refer them for counseling and case management services. And we will actually link them to services throughout um, Catholic Charities. As Lizette was saying, sometimes there's a lot of practical things that a survivor may need, like food, clothing. We will link them with our, our um, clothing pantries. We will make sure they receive whatever services they need through Catholic Charities. And if for some reason we don't provide them, in our partnerships with um, the community agencies throughout the year, we'll make referrals to them also. You, you also do extensive work with the Archdiocese of Chicago, don't you, Deborah, to create greater awareness within parishes across the Archdiocese? Yes, we are Catholic Charities. I represent Catholic Charities, and Pam Davis also sits on this committee. We work very closely with Father Chuck Dom on the steering committee for the Archdiocese um, Outreach Committee. That committee does training, does outreach, um, has a dating violence program in the school system. And with that particular program, we want to make sure that parents and kids are educated about what's a healthy relationship and how they can reach out for any kind of help and support that they need. So we're very intricately involved with working with the Archdiocese on ways and awareness. Their website has videos and homilies and 
everything you would need if you wanted to help support a survivor through their journey of healing. So we, we invite people to go to artschicago.org um, and also catholiccharities.net to learn about all these programs and services that Deborah just mentioned. It's such important work, and Katie and I often say on this show with a number of topics that it takes a village. It, it takes partners like the Archdiocese. And Lizette, it takes partners like, like Home Depot. You know, we've had on The Voice of Charity in, in the past some regional managers coming onto the show to talk about their various, their very generous donation around renovations within the House of the Good Shepherd. How are the women and the children enjoying those improvements inside and outside the residence? I mean, I, it's, it's, it was a wonderful gift that we will continue to enjoy for years to come. Um, so yeah, the apartments, um, I mean, I, they're wonderful. Um, the women are impressed every time they come and see the apartments. We often see tears when we receive the families into the uh, into the unit because it's. We want to make sure that it feels like home, and that's definitely how it feels. And our beautiful backyard it gives again the children and the families an opportunity to just bond and just feel safe, um, which is the most important thing for them: feeling safe and feeling that they have a place where they could finally begin to rebuild their lives. And how. You know, well, just as a reminder to everybody that the whole Home Depot interaction started, gosh, I think it was 2019 when, when the House of Good Shepherd just had a broken dishwasher. And, and the repairman came, saw that the, the kitchen itself was in great disrepair. And before you know it, they started talking to regional managers and they started talking to their partners. And they came back and just did an extensive renovation of the kitchen, the family area, the landscaping outside, which our live stream is showing. It really was just a wonderful display and we'll never uh, say thank Thank you enough to Home Depot Corporation uh, for all of their generosity in, in turning this House of Good Shepherd into a very modern, well-designed facility for uh, the family, the women and the children that they that they are with there. Um, you know, Deborah, we also want to make sure that we talk about today's uh, on today's show the, the annual fundraiser for the House of Good Shepherd, which is coming up on Sunday, November 5th. This Glow of Hope brunch has a wonderful history of bringing people together who care about these women and children and want to stop family violence in our state. Deborah, can you just tell us what what can attendees expect um, at this Glow of Hope uh, brunch on November the 5th? Yes, that event is such an inspiring, uplifting event. Um, there'll be speakers, inspiring stories, auctions, and of course, great food. But I think the most special part of that event is that you will be a part of an event with a room full of people who are just passionate about taking a stand against domestic violence and helping women and children on a path to healing, recovery, and self-sufficiency. It's just an amazing event. I'm hoping everybody has an opportunity to go to the website and attend that event. And so the, the way that people can register to attend that event, they can go to catholiccharities.net slash attend an event, and you'll see the registration right there for the House of Good Shepherd Glow of Hope Brunch on November the 5th. Lizette, before we run out of time here, <clears throat> and uh, we want to make sure that we're sharing some important uh, contact information too, but Lizette, if you had one piece of advice, um, recognizing that you had to offer a family, recognizing that every family situation is very different, what rises to the top for you? Just know that you're not the only one. Know that you're not alone um, and reach out. Um, somebody will, it's out there waiting to help you. Well, and your, the beautiful services are that, that you offer uh, within Catholic Charities uh, House of Good Shepherd are certainly notable, and you're doing such uh, important work here on behalf of the, of the community. 
it, it, it's truly it's truly profound. We just want to repeat that intake number for Catholic Charities Domestic Violence Services. It's 312-655-7106. Um, and that can connect you both with the House of Good Shepherd as well as our House of Peace, which is our Lake County Transitional Housing Residence. Um, we also just want to mention that, that that office is open Monday through Friday. But if anyone in our audience um, is feeling unsafe in their situation um, outside of those uh, regular business hours, please call the Illinois Domestic Violence 24 hotline, uh, 24 hour hotline, which is 877-863-6338. Again, 877-863-6338. We work with them daily and uh, we will connect with you, but, but make sure that you reach out to someone if you ever get in a situation where you're really feeling unsafe. And Deborah and Lizette, we're, we're so proud of you and applaud the very challenging work that you do day in and day out. And remember, all of our listeners, if you'd like to support the work of the House of the Good Shepherd, come to the Glow of Hope brunch Sunday, November 5th. Go to catholiccharities.net to register and find out more information. God love you. Both of you, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I also, thank you for having me. I also echo every word that Phil said. We admire so much the challenging work you do um, and hope you'll please come back on the show to keep us posted uh, on everything at the wonderful House of Good Shepherd. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. And we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Brudeman with Phil Zapata, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.